Welcome to Foundation Church's weekly message. We hope you are equipped by this message from Pastor Tom Lively. For more information about our church, please visit foundationchurchfl.com. I'm going to talk to you today about the fear of the Lord. There is no negative when it comes to the fear of the Lord. A lot of people, they hear ominous music whenever you talk about the fear of the Lord and they get into debates and discussions about what the fear of the Lord is. The fear of the Lord in 95% of Scripture where you see the word fear in in reference to the Lord means awful fear to reverence. And it's supposed to cover that entire gamut. When you see Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10, for the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. That word fear right there in that verse means awful fear to reverent fear. It means fear of going to hell. You know, nobody preaches that anymore. And that's in stark contrast to many of the churches that a lot of you spent a lot of years in. You shouldn't have spent any time in those churches. Literally, if you, got, if you have to drive three hours a Sunday, drive three hours a Sunday. It's worth it. Give that sacrifice unto the Lord. But go to wherever it is that the Bible is being preached. Don't go anywhere else. Somebody's texting me. It's distracting. <laughs> yeah, I'll fix it. There we go. But go to wherever the word of God is being preached. The fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is never a negative thing. And the fear of the Lord is strong confidence. This is Proverbs chapter 14, verses 26 and 27. In the fear of the Lord is strong confidence. If you are wondering why church is closed and locked down and why to this day they are obedient to the dictates of communists, socialists, communists and socialists that call themselves Americans or the Democratic Party. If you're wondering why churches are submissive to those things is because they do not have strong confidence. In the fear of the Lord is strong confidence. You mean you're telling me Tom that I'll have I'll have strong confidence if I'm afraid of going to hell? Yes, that's the beginning of being smart. You'll have strong confidence. In the fear of the Lord is strong confidence in his children. Here's bonus. And his children will have a place of refuge. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life. Where's the negative? Where's the ominous music? The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of death. If you want to no longer sin or even struggle with sin, fear God. Be afraid of him. How many of you had a good dad in here? Shout amen. Amen. You know he wasn't good unless you feared him. I had a great dad, terrified of him. I loved him. Yeah, there's, there's no, listen, you cannot have a true love for a father, whether it's father God or father on earth. You cannot have true love for a father without terror. I know that this is violating many of the church orthodoxies that are actually represented in this room. I know. I'm preaching it anyway. Because the Bible is the Bible. 
The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And in that very word, it means terrified of God to the reverent sort of worshipful fear. It means the entire thing. All of that is the beginning of wisdom. Do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Who said that? It was not Gandhi. Jesus is not Gandhi. Jesus said that. Jesus is not Gandhi. There is a heaven and a hell. There is an eternity in heaven. There is an eternity in hell. And if you want to start being smart, even as a believer, fear God. Fear his judgment. It doesn't mean that you walk around all day long once you are saved and you're afraid that if I say one thing or if I do one thing. I'm talking about you should be afraid of slipping into a lifestyle of sin. Well, I was taught, Tom, that you can never lose your salvation. That's why all the church is closed. Your glorying is not good. Know ye not that a little leaven leavens the whole lump? 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 6. If you sit there and you believe that you're eternally secure, then you'll also be afraid of a virus with a 99.9% survival rate. You'll also be afraid of your church leaving because you stayed open. Do you see how it works? Once you defy the word of God, you'll defy it in all areas because once you put that little bit of leaven in there, that whole lump is going down. People didn't believe it until all the churches closed. The love of most will go cold. That is the beginning right there of the beginnings of sorrows. There will be a mass revival, but it won't be from the churches that closed. They'll gather their flocks. Their, fl their flocks of compromisers, vaccine whores and vaccine pimps. Yeah, I said it. Don't care. What other word are you supposed to use? Prostitute? Does that make it better? No. It is what it is. They are what they are. All these pastors right now that are pimping vaccines. There's signs all over Sarasota County on, on churches now. Vaccine, vac you can only come in if you're vaccinated. Great job, great job, all you super quarantine soccer moms. You know, we're just trying to, you know, let the community know that we're with them. You're not with the community. Do not yoke yourselves together with unbelievers. How, how much more clear could the word be? I'm not yoking myself together with the NIH, notorious baby butchers that they are. I don't yoke myself together with the Republican Party either who grabbed their ankles as fast as anybody else. I yoke myself together with Jesus who is the Word of God. That's who I'm yoked together with. The reason why the church closes is that in every area they defy the Word of God. Well, we don't believe in prosperity in this church, you know. There's been a lot of abuses in those areas. Who cares? Who cares if people have abused prosperity? What does that have to do with you and God? How many of you want more money than you have right now? Well, there's two things you need to do. You need to start tithing. Stop making excuses. Stop finding other places to put it and start tithing. And start believing what the Bible says.
For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. That's the Bible. That's the New Testament. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. There's no arguing. Go ahead and argue with yourself if you want to. You will not argue with me because you have no chance. As I stand in the word of God. I'm, I stand on the back of Jesus Christ. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. I stand on his back. You have no chance. Now, you know, we've seen abuses. How is that? What, is that the Bible? We've seen abuses. I'm offended. Is that the Bible? Then why are you saying it? Crowbar your thumb out of your mouth and start standing in the word of God. If that just hurts your feelings, you're the one with the thumb. You're welcome. You are welcome. And I'm delivering you out of the bondage of being a perpetual 12-year-old girl. Doesn't matter whether you're male or female. If you're offended, that is you. You know how long I live in offense? I don't remember the last time I was offended. I hear something, I don't really care for that. Oh, well. Let's move on. I don't care. Oh, the person left the church. All right. Where's the chicken wings? Thank you. I'm glad I know. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hope they come back. Lunch. Hey, Thomas, because I do care. The worst thing you can do if you care is grovel to people. If you care about them, the worst thing you can do to try to get your kid to behave is to grovel to your child. Come on now. You know, if you do what I tell you to do, then you know what? You can have a snack when you get home. Yeah, I'll give you a smack, not a snack. <laughs> Just substitute the M for the N. <laughs> See, people don't believe that they can backslide. That's a major detriment inside the church, and that's why 99.9% .9 of the churches have closed. They have no fear of it. That's why you're not hearing anybody outside of the River Church, Jonathan Shuttleworth, Arthur Pulaski, Tony Spell, a few others, Greg Locke. You don't hear any, uh, anybody talking about the mark of the beast. Name them. Who are they? Who are they? Name the major ministries right now talking about the mark of the beast. I would love to name names, but God has convicted me recently to knock it off. He'll unleash me again. But right now, it's a season of quiet. <laughs> Who are they? Don't shout any names out. I don't want to know. You can send them to me on Facebook Messenger. Who are they? Name them. I want to know the big time organizations. Who are they? None. Zero. Nobody's talking about it. You know why? Because they don't believe you can backslide. Not worried about a Christian taking the mark of the beast, although most will. Look at me now. Most will. The love of most grow cold. You know what that means? They got something on their forehead and on their right hand. I listen, it is up to us whether we unleash the mark of the beast or not. It's up to us in this room. If we stand and we pray for open doors and we usher in the great revival that I believe that's going to happen with kids right now that are ranging from age 15 to 30. It's going to be a great revival on that land. The harvest in that heart. Those will be the new cops, the new doctors, the new preachers, the new pastors. 
The ones that hate us right now, it's perfect. You want the ones that hate you the most. Why? Because that's God's style. I prefer that you be hot or cold. He wants people who are stone cold because they are able to be reached. The nastiest that he can't keep even in his mouth are the Luke nasty warm. Well, we believe that, but you got to use wisdom. <clears throat> Puke fest. You're disgusting. You're like, you're like jumping in the ocean in Florida in July. Seaweed, nasty, 94 degree water. You're gross. Be hot or be cold or God finds you disgusting. And that is just a fact. You don't believe it? I know thy works that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou wert cold or, cold or hot. So then because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I'll spew thee out of my mouth. Revelation three fifteen and 16. The church at Laodicea, the lukewarm church. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean people are lukewarm. It's along a pendulum. If you closed, you're heading that way. See, they don't have a fear of the backslide. They're not afraid of Christians receiving the mark of the beast because they don't believe it's possible. Who told them that? At that time, many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold, but he who stands firm to the end will be saved. I thought, wait a minute, I thought I was saved at Bible camp when I was seven, and now I'm living with a man. I thought I was still going to heaven. No, you're not. It's called falling away. It just happens to be the great falling away just happens to be the title of 1 Timothy chapter 4, the title of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, the title of Hebrews chapter 5, 11 through 14, the title of 2 Timothy chapter 3. Well, those are people who are never saved to begin with. And what are they falling away from? How do you commit apostasy? Those are all titled the great apostasy or warning of the coming of the great apostasy. How do you apostatize if you were never saved? That would be the great never saved, not the great apostasy. See the simple logic? We're going to go deep into that in just a minute. It's very simple logic that is blown off by many. And it's such a threat to so many people because if you admit that you are wrong, that means that you have potentially wasted years of your life and caused other people to go to hell. Is it better to just admit it and move on or just keep pretending? Well, I'm assuming from that response, many in this room want to keep on pretending. <laughs> Don't pretend. Acknowledge who and what you are. I don't, when, uh, when I talk to Pastor Rodney, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, I've told him this before. He doesn't even like to hear it because he's like, he's in the, he's in the now. But I ignored his ministry for, ever, for ever, ever, all years that I knew about it. Came to America in 1988, really kind of hit the main, became famous in the early 90s. And I was against him. Ignore, and then basically just ignored his ministry for many, many years. I ignored it. You know what I've told him? I was wrong. Not pretending like I didn't. I was wrong. You know, his response is always, well, God had, God had a time and a place. He was, 
God's timing. But you don't sit there and pretend that you weren't wrong when you're wrong. You admit it. You confess it. The Bible is all about confession. Most of the time, out loud, how do you get saved? That if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it's with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it's with your mouth that you confess and are saved. Romans 10, 9 and 10. They have no fear of the backslide. Let me show you where that comes from. It comes from Jude chapter 3 and 4. I felt compelled to write and to urge you to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to God's holy people. For certain individuals whose condemnation was written about long ago have secretly slipped in among you. They are ungodly people who pervert the grace of God into eternal security, into a license for immorality. Do whatever you want and still go to heaven. That's a license for immorality. It is an absence of the fear of God. You should be. I'm not talking about every time you sin. I said I'm going to hell. I'm talking about a concession to sin. And believe me, that will be presented to you. Young and old, it will be presented to you. Will you have a, will you be a lifestyle liar? A lifestyle liar gossip a lifestyle fornicator a lifestyle homosexual it doesn't matter whether you said a sinner's prayer at the ark church and they told you that you were eternally secure the judgment of god says otherwise and because that fear is missing there's no reverence of god people when they were presented with a 99.9% survivable virus folded like a cheap suit cuz there's no foundation Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them I will liken him unto a wise man who built his house upon a rock That's what happens the fear is gone where there is no revelation, the people cast off restraint. All the while believing they're still going to heaven. Proverbs 29, 18, the last part was mine. Let me read you these verses. These are verses that need to be preached. You, listen, you can't, Christians should fear God and in the midst of fearing God should carry the fear of God with them. You should have an anointing of the fear of God. Not stupid fear, false evidence appearing real fear, the worldly fear. I'm talking about a fear of God where you walk into the room and there's an anointing. That anointing, if it's God, will cover all the need in the room. For some people, they need to be scared like, I'm going to hell. Some people need to be reaffirmed that they're going to heaven and you will carry that fear with you. But not if you don't believe in it. Not if you believe that fear is simply reverence, then that's all you have. If you go in and it's just a kindly reverence sort of fear that is your anointing, that's all that you'll give to anybody else. And there's people in the rooms that are dying and going to hell that need to experience the fear of God that Jesus said in Matthew 10, 28. Fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. You don't avoid those verses to win people. You use those verses to win people. Will that, will that resonate with everybody? No. That's not your job. 
God will tell you what to say, but will you say it? God will tell you when to call out sin. He will tell you. I don't call out sin every time I'm in a room with sinners. But when the door opens, I will say what needs to be said. Period. I will not shy away. I will say what needs to be said. Sometimes the hardest thing to say are the soft things. Sometimes the hardest things to say are the hard things. But whatever needs to be said, needs to be said. Revelation chapter 20, 11 through 15 needs to be said. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it. From whose face the earth and the heaven fled away and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it. And death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged, every man, according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire, which is the second death. Now here's what, now you preach the whole thing, focus on this. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Well, woo, thank goodness I was raised in Calvinism. That can't be me. Revelation 3, 5. He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the book of life. But I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. Well, they were never saved to begin with. Then how do you blot it out? Your name had to be in the book for it to be blotted out. Do you say that to your kids? Yeah, the reason why your kids aren't saved is because you never did say it. The reason why church is closed is because this is never said. There's, they're not operating in the reverencing of God. They actually, are, they are actually operating in a snare called the fear of man. The fear of man bringeth the snare, but whosoever putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. Proverbs 29, 25. They, op they are snared because they actually reverence or have even a holy fear of people instead of God. When God's word says yes, our answer should be yes, period. Not adding on to it. Add thou not to his words, lest you reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. Proverbs chapter 30, verse 6. You don't add if there's wisdom. Or you have to use wisdom. People have to be preaching this now. That he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark. There are people around the world, look at me now, by the millions... That if they want to go anywhere now, they have to turn their phone on. You're sitting at a cafe in Paris. And the Gestapo, oops, sorry, the Paris police come by and check your papers. And it's amazing nobody sees this. And what's really amazing is that nobody in America preaches this. We sit there and we, all of us have looked at copious amounts of film footage from WW2 and don't see the reflection now in 2021. It doesn't matter whether they have brown shirts on or not. When you have cops walking around asking for your papers, alarm bells should go off. And the church should be talking about it. 
Where is the black robe regiment? Well, you know, we don't, bring, we don't talk about politics in the church. What verse is that exactly? I, I need to, I mean, I've read the whole thing. I mean, I've got lots of Bible verses memorized. I, I just, I've never seen that one. No politics from the pulpit. Where did that come from? The book of hell, chapter one? Written by, who's the author of that? Oh, Beelzebub. Exactly the way he wants it. A bunch of gelding pastors scared to death to bring politics into the pulpit. I don't care. Let them take away my 501c3. Listen, I'm just like Obi-Wan Kenobi. Whatever it is you take from me, I'm only going to get stronger. Go ahead, take it. Take my 501 it's 503, what was it, 501c3 status. Take it. Go ahead, take it. All I'll do is get more money. Go ahead, take it. I'm not going to hold anything back from the pulpit. I'll say Democrat. I'll say Republican. I'll say Joe Biden. I'll say Donald Trump. I'll say vaccine pimps. I don't care. I want you to see something. How much clearer could a verse be than 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1, and people will say that you cannot lose your salvation. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. And entire denominations are based in eternal security. And when you are based in eternal security, you have no fear of God. How much clearer could it be? Now here's what the first service didn't get. Now I want you to notice the illogical deception. And specifically, let's look at the illogical deception of COVID-19 in relationship to 1 Timothy 4.1. Now 1 Timothy 4.1, Christians will say you can't lose your salvation. How? How? And then you present all the facts of COVID-19 and you're like, why would you ever close? In the midst of all the facts, but you see, it's a common, illogical deception. Absolute clarity, completely ignored. Well, if I believe 1 Timothy 4.1 the way that it says, then my whole Calvinist background and tradition is, is, is meaningless. Correct. You might as well just embrace it. Psalm 84.10, better is one day. You might as well live one day in the fear of the Lord. Notice the common illogical deception. Let's use COVID-19. Absolute clarity, completely review, uh, conf- uh, refused for what reason? For the purpose of agenda. I am going to refuse all logic for agenda. Whatever the agenda may be for the Christian, it's Christians defending their false love narrative. That's the agenda that they're defending. Look at me love by trying to avoid offending people. How did, when did Jesus, who you say that you're emulating because you call yourself Christian, when did Jesus Potomac two-step around anybody? Then why are you, why are, why is any Christian? Why are you? 
Notice the common, I'm saying it over and over again on purpose, illogical deception, absolute clarity completely refused. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly in the latter times, some shall depart from the faith. You can't leave your salvation. What does depart mean? If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown, thrown away and withers. John 15, 6. What does remain mean? It's complete clarity refused. John 8, 45, because I tell you the truth, you don't believe me. It's 99.9% it's .9 of the Bible. Why you got a mask on your face? Masks do nothing. Why do you have a mask on your face? Lockdowns do nothing. Why are you locked down? Six feet was made up by Scott Gottlieb and the Trump team. Made up. Never heard six feet before, have you? Were you how, many of you? how many of you grew up? How many here are older than 30? So in your, day, in your school, did you ever grow up? Uh, let's all discuss the six-foot rule that's etched in the stone of science. It was pulled out of the rectum of idiots. It does nothing. It's a total illogical. It's totally illogical to put a mask on your face, thinking that it's going to strain out a virus. Illogical. And it doesn't matter how many, listen, I can show you from Ian Miller on Twitter, every single graph, I have been tracking it since March of 2020. The graphs are identical for every country in the world, no matter what mitigations they did or did not do. Comes like this. You know why? Because a virus is going virus. Unless you are operating in the word of God and binding and loosing, a virus is going to virus. That man-made Peter Daszak, Anthony Fauci virus that they made and then offered the solution for. Yeah. Pfizer, who's about to go out of business, going bankrupt, is now a multi-billion dollar company. And Anthony Fauci sits on the Bill and Melinda Gates uh, vaccine board. Bill and Melinda Gates, major, major shareholders in Pfizer, create the vi Bill and Melinda Gates, sent tens of millions of dollars to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, along with Anthony Fauci through EcoHealth Alliance, created the virus and then offered the solution. And the church goes, where do I get my shot? The natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. The things that I'm saying about the mark of the beast is foolishness to most Christians. Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. Really? I'm a conspiracy theorist? I'm reading to you the book of Revelation. You're supposed to be a Christian. For the Christian, remember, absolute clarity refused for the sake of agenda. That's the common delusion. That's the common spirit. For the Christian, pastors pining and grasping to keep their ministries. They forsake the word of God for their ministry. So in other words, they're simply a Catholic priest now. 
That's what you are. I don't care whether you call yourself Pentecostal. If you forsake the word of God, then you're nothing more than a religious priest. And Christ is the end of the law, so there may be righteousness for everyone who believes, so there are no priests. But you've made yourself one, so you're a Pharisaic heretic. You're like, what kind of church is this? The church that's telling you the truth. Yeah, but Tom, you know what? People, people will leave the church. I care that they leave. I really do care that they leave. Just not that much. Not to the place where I'm going to forsake the word of God. How does the world do it? Remember, absolute clarity refused for the sake of agenda. That's the delusion. For the world... They do it because it gives them meaning in life. Look at me. You know, I've been watching these, you know, these CSI shows my whole life, which by the way are crap. If you've ever been in law enforcement, <laughs> you're delusional. Not one ounce of it's true at all. There's no cops out there staying up all night, following crimes all over the place. You know what you do when you're a cop? Log off. Done for the day, everybody. Not your meaning in life. Oh, what can I do to save the world? Nobody thinks like that. How would you know, Tom? 25 years doing it. But for the world, these people watching CSI, they finally get to be a lifesaver. You know, even if they're, even if they're multimillionaires, they've always secretly wanted to be a lifesaver. And now they get to be one. Because everybody like Pastor Tom, they're the zombies out there spreading the disease. But look at my virtue. Look at my virtue. And it's so funny how the devil mocks all these people. Because they've never touched their faces more than the day they put their masks on. He absolutely humiliates them. Joe Biden out there preaching that it's a pandemic of the unvaxxed. Every single day, he shoves his fingers in his face 500 times a speech. For the world, they see absolute clarity and refuse it for agenda because it gives them meaning in life. It gives them a cause. They finally have virtue. I can slaughter the unborn to 60 million per year. By the way, that was, that's been happening since 2000. And they're talking about saving three to five million people from COVID? How many people have died since, since March of 2020 when all these mitigations came about? How many children have died in the womb since then? 100 million. It's a fact. Look at me. It's an absolute fact. Peace by bloody peace yanked out of their mother's wombs 100 million since march of 2020 and you're talking to me about five million COVID deaths how many people starved to death three to four hundred million because of the lockdowns primarily children bill gates's dream come true so in other words a half a billion people have died while the world and its demonic system says it's trying to save five But you get to have virtue. 
You slaughter the unborn. You give your money to Planned Parenthood, but you get that virtue because you strap a face diaper across your nose and mouth. I can coerce law, lawlessness and still have virtue. BLM, burn that down. Antifa, burn that down. But I got a mask on my face. Look at my virtue. I can promote men marrying men and still have virtue because I took a vaccine. It's part of the team. Yeah, team blood clot. I could put men in women's restrooms and still have virtue. Or you can end up like Loudoun County, Virginia. Where you put men in women's restroom and you have your daughter sodomized in the bathroom by the man identifying as a woman. And then they cover it up, stick him in another school who does the same thing to another woman. But don't worry, I have virtue. Like all the mask wearers and the vaccine pimps and whores on the Loudoun County School Board. Where's your virtue when you covered up the crime? Right here. Look at me save lives. The churches are no different. They do that. No different. You're, just, you're a liar just like they are. You are of your father, the devil. I can defund the police and still have virtue. Capitol Police, however, for Nancy Pelosi and AOC, Iona Presley, Ilan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, they voted for them to have a $60 million budget increase for the Capitol Police. Seattle Police this week, for the first time in history, will drop below 900, I mean, drop below 1,000 officers. For the entire city of Seattle. You ever been there? Kind of large. Thank God. We'll drop below 1,000 officers. They currently have 1,048 officers. They're 400 down right now. Should have 1,500. And that's even a modest force for a city that size. They have 1,048. They're 400 down. They're about to lose another 100. Why? Because Jenny Durkin, the mayor of Seattle, said, you know what? We're going we're gonna to issue a vaccine mandate and 100 cops are leaving. And that's after 200 recently left just because they hate the city of Seattle. Amen. But for the Capitol Police, they got a $60 million budget increase. They have 2,700 officers. Look at me. Seattle has 1,000. The entire city of Seattle has 1,000 officers. The Capitol Police, because they're the ones that are protecting Nancy Pelosi, they have 2,700 cops for a two square mile area two, two. two square mile area and then they're starting up satellite divisions all over the country to investigate threats to congressmen maybe that's the globalist solution when they take away your cops they bring theirs in no guns for you no cops for you but plenty for us and how the evangelical church has cast off its black robe and just sits there and acts like this is not happening is beyond me. The church should be leading the way with truth and clarity to answer this deception. Absolute clarity refused for the purpose of agenda. The church should be leading the way. But they're not, because they don't want to offend anybody. I put the black robe on, 
and I'll offend anybody I please. Think your mind might change when it's your daughter. You might not be so for uh, trans life anymore. Let me just say this too from a police perspective. There ain't no girls lining up to be in the men's room. Where's the cases? Show them to me. Send them to me. Seriously, show me. Show me where. Listen, I haven't said this in a while. This will be fun. Men and women are different. Let me give you an example. Sorry, Hope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been married for 25 years. Every single opportunity I have to see my wife naked, I'm there. <laughs> Oh, wow, I didn't know you were getting dressed. (laughs) Why aren't you leaving then? I'm enjoying the show. It's good stuff. This is why I got married. Now, let me add up how many times that she's done that for me. (laughs) Men and women are different. And you can strap a dress on a man all you want. He's in a women's bathroom for a reason. He is in a woman's bathroom for a reason. I was a cop for 25 years. I never arrested a female pervert. I never answered a call. Well, we have a white female peeping in windows. Plenty of white males peeping in windows, but no white females peeping in windows. The only reason why I say white or black is because there are no black people in Sarasota County, statistically speaking. They're different. And it doesn't matter whether you put a dress on a dude. He's got testosterone and he wants to see women naked. You're welcome. Somebody needs to say it. So you have a common, a logical deception. It is a common demonic spirit. And it works every time. Absolute clarity refused for the sake of agenda. The response by the blind is always the same. It's like the verse I told you a minute ago, John 8, 45, because I tell you the truth, you don't believe me. Your response to the truth, knowing it's the truth, is not to believe it. You don't think the Pharisees knew who Jesus was? They did. He, he checked all the boxes. And still, I'm telling you the truth. Look at the boxes. Refused. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. It's only the first part of the verse. You hear that one all the time around here and it's on purpose. The second part to me is more important. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject you. That thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing thou hast forsaken the law of God, I will also forget thy children. That's the God you serve. 
And he's not kidding. So Samuel said, as the Lord has great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to heed than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because you have rejected who or what? Because you have rejected the word of the Lord. I will also reject you from being king. It matters. When the, word, when, the, when the Lord and the Word Himself, which is the Lord Jesus, is the Word, is presented to you, your yes should be yes. And your no should be no. Whatever the Word says yes to, you dutifully say yes. Whatever the Word says no to, you dutifully say no. Say no. Well, that I'm not into submission, then you're not into Christianity. He's God, you're not. I, I gladly, gladly submit to Yahweh. Gladly. We should be able to see the common deception. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. Lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Absolute clarity refused for the purpose of deception. Working every single time because everybody's ignorant of it, so why not try it again? It worked in World War II. Well, you know, Hitler's on the cover of Time magazine. He's doing some good things. Oh, yeah. Everyone just sat back. Czechoslovakia gone. Poland gone. I mean, how much more is it going to take before you mobilize? Concentration camps, all the Jewish people disappearing, all the gypsies disappearing. China right now, the Uyghur Muslims disappearing by the hundreds of freaking thousands. Nobody cares. The NBA is like, oh, China. Oh, China. So is Joe Biden with his $1.5 billion that he got with him and Hunter flying over on Air Force Two together. Bought and paid for, my friends. Love of money is the root of all evil. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10. So now you have the vaccines. Let me read it to you again. Common illogical deception, absolute clarity, completely refused for the sake of agenda. So it worked with COVID, didn't it? Worked with COVID. This has always been an attack on the church. If they can get the evangelical church out of the way, hmm, that sounds familiar because that's the first thing Hitler did. What did he use? Health threats. It's the first thing Stalin did. Shut the church down. Mussolini did. Shut the church down. What Mao do? Shut the church down. It's a common spirit. And we should not be ignorant of his devices. Absolutely worked with COVID. 99.9% survival rate. And everybody shuts down. Complete rejection of logic with absolute clarity refused for the sake of agenda. Whatever that agenda may be to the person. So now let's try it again, Satan says. And his ministers who disguise themselves as angel of light. 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen, 
For Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. It's, well, it's no surprise that his ministers do the same. So now let's try vaccines again. You guys got that graph for me? Let me show you this. See that? Welcome to Tom Life, please, college class. <laughs> I want you to see the big blue lines. Now look at the very top, UK COVID hospitalizations and deaths. You will hear Joe Biden, Anthony Fauci, the head of the NIH, Francis Collins, say that this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, correct? And that, well, you know what? We admit that, yes, if you take the vaccination, you can still transmit the virus, but it, it limits the absolute worst of the virus, no hospitalizations and no de and deaths. Uh, whoops. Now, notice the weeks. 38 to 41 means it ends roughly today. So this is in the last few weeks. Notice the top. This is from gov.uk. It's not Alex Jones's website, whom I love, but this is not Alex Jones's website. This is from the UK. Do you wonder why Boris Johnson has shut down the vaccine mandate? He's a, he's a, he's a turd. I'm just saying that for political expediency, he shut it down now because he can't hide from this. He can't hide. Hospitalizations, week 38 to 41 of 2021. Hospitalizations, 75% fully vaxxed. Deaths, the last 28 days, 85% fully vaxxed. The last 60 days, 82% fully vaxxed. Let me read it to you again. Absolute clarity completely refused how can anybody argue with this you can't but yet joe biden week in and week out the panda the vaccines are a way out of the pandemic that's your way out joe everybody who's dying i mean look at look how tiny these look how tiny these are look how tiny these little black things are it gets better for us as you go You should see the common illogical deception. It does not take even a three-tiered IQ to see this. But yet the entire world is refusing it. Actually, not the entire world because you should see it today. Some of you need to follow me on Twitter. You may hate Twitter. I can't stand Jack Dorsey. I'm just telling you. Follow me on Twitter. The things that I put out and some of the things that I put out from other people because that's where I get this stuff. And you'll see the truth. This will never be shown to you on CNN because illogical deception, absolute clarity, refuse for agenda. What's this have to do with spirituality, Tom? You're the pastor. That's good, guys. You can take it down. What does this have to do? Well, there is no such thing as a vaccine passport without a vaccine. So all the pastors that are pimping vaccines, you are ushering in. And I hope you're watching. 
You are ushering in the mark of the beast because there is no vaccine passport without a vaccine. And a vaccine that ushers in those numbers. So it's worked every time. So now it's working with the vaccine. Let me, let me give you a list of do's and don'ts. Here's what the vaccine does and doesn't do. Here's the do's. Vaccines do kill people. Minimum, minimum of 17,000 in the United States. Many people believe it's 150,000, including people, doctors calling into the FDA meeting itself. Bare minimum, you, have a, you right now have a Thomas Rents lawsuit that's alleging another 45,000 on top of the 17,000, which adds up to 62,000. They shut down the swine flu vaccine after two deaths. But absolute logic refused for agenda. Vaccines do cause myocarditis, pericarditis, capillary blood clotting, antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. If you're wondering why everybody in those slides, in that slide, 80-75% of hospitalizations are, are, are vaccinated people, it's called antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. Their immune system's gone. I hope it's temporary. I do. I don't want anybody harmed. I want everybody to live because I am pro-life. Unlike the purveyors of the vaccine who are all pro-death. If you slaughter babies, then you don't care about injecting an mRNA experimental vaccine into the veins of people. Have you ever, have you ever seen a baby inside the womb? Okay, what else is it? A lizard? Illogical deception. Absolute clarity refused for the purpose of agenda. Here's the picture. Baby. Well, that's not a baby. It's a baby. See the face? Uh, on the new, what's, it, what's, the, what's the best kind of uh, sonogram? Was it? 4D ultrasound. You can see which parent the child looks like. When I got, when my kids were babies inside the, their mom's womb, we got like a globby picture. <laughs> hoping for a leg spread so you could see what sex it was. No doubt now. It's like watching a movie in 4D. And yet people will go right by, right into the common spirit, illogical deception of absolute clarity. That's a person. They've got, look at their toes. Look at their face. They look like dad. And now you're going to insert a vacuum into the back of its skull and suck out its brains? Or maybe keep it alive a little longer so you can harvest its eyeballs? You're a demon. But it's an illogical deception. Absolute clarity, completely refused for the purpose of agenda, and it's happening right inside the church. If I showed that slide, in most evangelical churches today, 75% of hospitalizations, 85% of deaths are fully vaccinated, they'd still pimp and whore the vaccine because they're deceived. What vaccines don't do, they don't prevent transmission, they don't prevent death, they don't prevent hospitalizations. As a matter of fact, everybody in the UK, in Australia, in Israel, where they actually have a more honest health reporting system, 
Everybody in the hospital is fully vaxxed. 95% in Israel. 95% of severe hospitalized infections of COVID-19 in Israel are fully vaccinated. And you can't keep the people out of the lines for their fourth booster. You should see the film footage. They have all the stats. Antibody enhancement syndrome is decimating the globe. And people are lining up for their fourth dose. Because in Israel, unless you get your fourth dose, you are not considered to be vaccinated. Therefore, you can't carry around your mark of the beast. Oh, sorry. Vaccine passport. And that's the same thing they're going to try to pull here. Whatever they're doing in the UK, watch it here. Whatever they're doing in Israel, watch it here. What they're going to do here is this. is a brilliant post that my son sent me from Twitter. The deception that they'll pull next is this. You see those stats? They're actually happening here. They're lying and they're deceiving you. They're starting to etch it out now. Because they can't, they can't hold it back. Dan Bongino says it's like trying to hold a beach ball underwater. Eventually the truth will come out. People's yearnings for freedom will come up. But what they're doing is they're lying to everybody and they're saying the the Joe Biden spiel. It's a pandemic of the unvax. It prevents hospitalizations. I don't know how they say it in the midst of the data. But again, it's that illogical deception for agenda. Willfully taken on. But even right now, it's starting to come out that 40% in the United States of hospitalizations are fully vaccinated. It will continue to go up. Because that 60% that they're hiding is going to come out. God's not mocked. It will come out. So what they'll try to pull is liars respond to the truth with what? More lies. With repentance? No. They'll respond with more lies. So what they're going to do is they're going to say, this will be the Fauci line, the Francis Collins lines, although he has to resign now because he got exposed and that's what you should be praying for. He gone. You Listen, I've been praying. Where am I at? I don't want to forget it. Don't let me forget the tweet that my son sent. Adam Kinzinger, he's not running anymore. There's another scalp. If you're not praying for specific people to be ushered out of office, I'm not trying to harm a soul. Seriously, I don't want to harm anybody. Don't want anybody to die. Don't want anybody to be hurt. Got that Facebook? I don't. But I can pray them out of office. Bye-bye, Adam. Bye-bye, Liz Cheney. Bye-bye. You Nazi collaborators. Bye-bye. But what they'll try to pull is this. Is they're going to change. And Rochelle Walensky is already talking about That's the head of the CDC, who, by the way, has never seen a patient in her life. Center for Disease Control. She's a college professor. Anthony Fauci has not seen a patient in five decades. Fact. Absolute fact. But what they'll do is change the definition of vaccinated. That you have to have your second dose or your third dose. I don't you have the two doses is vaccinated right now. That's the current. I have the film. I have the video. She says that's the current definition. But we are open to changing that definition. Of course she is when you're a lying demon. Sulfur-filled, worm-ridden demon that she is. 
And what they'll do is they'll say, you know what, you're no longer considered to be vaccinated if you don't have the third dose. So all the deaths to the two-dose people will be labeled unvaccinated. You see how they work? That's what they're going to pull. That's why, listen, we have to pray proactively. Don't just sit there, I'm going to stand. No, you don't stand. The best defense is a great offense. Bring it to them in the spirit. Go get them, God. Holy Spirit, usher them right out of office. Expose them. Humiliate them. Enable people to see their lying deception. That's what they should be scared of us. Don't you know that you yourselves are God's spirit? I mean, don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's spirit lives in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him for God's temple is sacred and you are that temple. They should be scared of us. They should be scared. I'm not scared of us because we're armed. The only way you need to be scared of me because I'm armed is if you come to me and you're wearing a brown shirt with your needles at my front door. You ought not to come. Ought not to come. And if you think I'm kidding, you don't know me. I'm not kidding. You try to force something, you try to jam a needle in my arm by force, it's not going well for you. I'm not going quietly. I will not. This is all in direct contradiction to logic. Politicians saying this is a pandemic of the unvaxxed. Vaccine passports for what? Every country right now that is under a vaccine passport regime, their cases are going through the roof. What's the best state to live in in the United States? Right. But if you're talking about COVID cases, number one, the least amount of COVID cases in the nation. No vaccine passports, no mask mandates, nothing. And then when Ron DeSantis tries to save lives with monoclonal therapies, Joe Biden tries to cut them off, cuts off our supply line by 50%. No problem if you actually are a genius like Ron DeSantis, by the way, he is Harvard graduate. He's a genius. He just went, well, we'll go buy our own then. Take your supply line, turn it sideways, and shove it up your own caboose. Here's the thing. We'll go get our own. Because Ron DeSantis loves human lives. <laughs> Joe Biden was sticking it just like the devil does. People worship the devil. What do you think is going to happen when you go to hell? That you're going to have a nice special place set apart for you? In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you I'd go to prepare a place for you. You think the devil's going to emulate God? No, you'll go to your little corner of worm-ridden sulfur hell. And the devil will mock you for eternity for following him. It's a total illogical contradiction. What's going on right now. Everything that's done to the opposite of the world's way works great. And then why is the church not espousing it? Think about if every evangelical movement in the world was espousing this knowledge right now. Every pastor preaching the way that we are preaching today. Yes, we, how we are preaching today. 
Tom, this is a whole lot of politics. It's not politics when you're talking about vaccine passports. It's not politics at all. To counter this, what do we do? Eight minutes to go. Everybody good? How many of y'all would like it to be longer? (laughs) Some of you are like, no, I'm good. You're like, Tom, I'm hungry. Oh, I already told you about it. That was the, uh, the definition of vaccination. That was that. Yeah. I wish I could remember the name because I want to give due credit to that guy. I can't remember who it was. But anyway, I'll try, to, I'll try to get that to you. But we have to be proactive to counter this. We have to be proactive. How are we proactive? The fear of God. You should be carrying around the fear of God. They should be afraid of how you're praying. But since no Christians are even connected with the fact that end times prophecy is happening, is unfolding right before their very eyes, they aren't directing their prayers correctly. I look at Adam Kinzinger not refusing to run again. That's a win. When Liz Cheney loses by 40 points in her primary, that's a win. Every single time the Biden administration humiliates themselves, that's a win. See, I choose sides. I don't care what you think. There's people that will never, they're sitting here right now that will never come back, never coming back again because I'm talking about politics. I don't care. I care about you. I want you to stay. That's as much as I'm going to give you. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, the beginning of being smart, and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. In the fear of the Lord is strong confidence. You have to be walking in that. Christians have to be acting in the fear of God. 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. How are you directing your faith? Do you want to keep this generation from the mark of the beast? Then you're going to have to direct your faith that way. You're going to have to actively pray. You're going to have to actively fast. You've got to study the word so you're standing in the truth. Most Christians have no idea where to stand because they don't know the promises of God. I'm going to close with this. Get ready now. High, 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 high offense alert. You are going to have to choose sides. I know that in the modern vernacular, Switzerland is king. Being neutral is king. Switzerland, by the way, is never neutral. They're conquered. They can claim neutrality all they want. In World War II, they became part of Germany. In World War I, they became part of Germany. You can be neutral all you want, but all you are is conquered, thinking that you're espousing some sort of hippie love. And all you are is conquered. You must choose sides. And right there, I've lost many Christians because they think that that's not Christ-like. Well, let's look. Now, what is Christ-like? In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. 
the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth there are three that bear witness in heaven the father the word and the holy spirit and these three are one john chapter 1 verse 1 john chapter 1 verse 14 first john chapter 5 verse 7 this is jesus right here what does jesus say no man can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will hold to the one and despise the other ye cannot serve god and man god and mammon you cannot serve god and money no man can serve two masters you will hate one or love the other no i don't hate anything yeah you do most christians get ready hate god they certainly aren't following what this says here comes a virus oh, okay no what is, okay virus let's see how does the word of god are you destroyed for lack of knowledge or are you rejecting knowledge those are your two options if you if you did not stand you either didn't know or you rejected what you knew here they come with their vaccine mandates well, what do you do i could lose my job but my god shall supply all my need that's not a problem got that done that's for i'm not part of this system i'm in this world i'm not of this world i'm not part of the economic system here we were getting reports during the podcast last night of people saying i lost my job but i got a better one that's god's way don't fear that's wrong fear don't do it no faith in the devil false evidence appearing real you must stand if you choose your job over standing you will hate one and love the other god's telling you to love the word you stand a christian does not take an experimental mrna vaccination that robert w malone who created the mrna vaccination tells you not to take and jam it in your arm you don't do that the simple believeth every word but the prudent man looketh well to his going proverbs 15 14 you looketh well hmm, let's see they wanted to jam an mrna vaccination into my arm okay let's let's examine that what does robert malone say about it? he's the one who created it. don't okay well you ought not to see how smart i am i'm a genius you must choose sides most christians i've lost them because that violates their fake love orthodoxy i'm everything to everybody no you will love one or you will hate the other and most Christians are choosing to hate the word of God. Because you can't love both. You can't cave to Fauci and love the Bible. That's why there's no anointing on their ministries anymore. That's why church satellites are emptying out all over the country. One of the biggest we've ever been. We're zooming to hundreds of millions of people. Are you sure? Prove it. Mark 3, 24 and 25. And if a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house cannot stand. You must choose sides. 1 John 2.15 through 18. John, I mean, correction, 2.15 and 16. Do not love the world or anything in the world. 
What does that mean? Exactly what it says. Do not love the world. Or any, what is the world? Vaccines, masks, abortion, supply chain crisis, $30 trillion in debt. Do not love the world. or it, don't, you should, You'd be like, you know what? I don't even want to look like the world. Sorry, I'm going a little long. I'll keep it short at the end. We'll get out of here in a quick prayer at the end. You should never even want to look like the world. What do they look like? They look masked. I don't want any part of that. It's disgusting to me. The Word of God says, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. I'm not going to conform to them. Masked, scared, distanced, marked. Just to see all the happy apocalypse morons. Well, that's just the way it is now because it's where, you know, we're in the, it's, you know, it's a post-pandemic society. You're an idiot. <laughs> You're an absolute moron. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father's not in them. Could it be any clearer? Could it be? Let, let me go back to my original statement here. The illogical deception. Absolute clarity completely refused for the purpose of agenda. If anyone loves the world, if you put on their masks, you take their vaccine, you love the world. They told you to lock down and you did it, you love the world. They told you to social distance and you did, you love the world. Now, that doesn't mean you're beyond redemption. I'm telling you to repent. If you're a Christian leader, you need to do it publicly. If you're not, do it privately. But you need to turn. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in them. So that I make sure that I end. Worship team, migrate this way, would you? It's a legal migration. Oh. Oh, credit, thank you, Aaron. The credit to that tweet about how they're going to change the definition of vaccinations, Blake Masters. Follow him. These are the people that are putting out the truth. Some of them are absolute heretics, but at least they're living the truth. I got more in common with the Bud Light swilling redneck right now than I do with the evangelical movement. Those are the ones standing. You should see right now what's going on and I'll just end right there you should see what's going on with the protests right now by the millions they're out right now you're not alone you are not alone like the first service literally it felt like we were conducting a funeral not communion I think everybody was staring at politics all week long let me tell you this On Friday night, I was up at the Convergence Conference at the River Church. Pastor Rodney brought me up to talk about how I was touched by God on Sunday of last week. God just laid me out on the ground, fused me to the ground at the River Church. Laid me out. Absolutely, I was tasered by the Holy Spirit, just tased. He brought me up to talk about it. And I led off with, 
I hate to start off with anything negative at a moment like this. And the whole crowd started laughing. It was, it was funny. You had to be there. <laughs> Including Pastor Rodney, who was laughing and laughing and laughing. So I couldn't even get a word in. So then he brought Norma up to talk about what happened. Because Norma had to drive me home because I was completely drunk in the spirit. I don't even remember hitting the ground. I kept repeating the same things over and over again. I don't know what's real and what's reality. That's what I kept saying all the way home. <laughs> no idea. So he kept me up to testify about it. And it's funny how the Spirit works because here's what I was going to say. I was going to talk about 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4. My message and my preaching are not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power. So what I was going to say was too much of my life as a minister, I've tried to use wise and persuasive words, but what works is a demonstration of the Spirit's power. So Pastor Rodney, he had no idea that that was what I was going to say, but he's a man of the Spirit. He ended up grabbing me by the arm and walked me back and forth. There's 2,500 people there walking me back and forth and he just stared at them as he held me by the arm and everyone's erupting falling on the ground laughing what all these different and he and he says that's how you do it he goes watch watch come with me come with me he's dragging me i was as uncomfortable as can be because i couldn't talk i've always got to be talking he didn't even talk he's going you're not saying a word he goes just come with me and the whole place is like a wave like you see at a stadium but it was laughter and people being touched by the Holy Spirit as he just walked, saying nothing. He always says, it's not me. It's not me. I'm just available. It's not me. He didn't even know that's what I was going to talk about, but he ended up showing me the answer. That's what you and I are supposed to do. That's how you and I are supposed to live, carrying that anointing. In order to have that, you've got to dispel unbelief. And the way to dispel unbelief, faith comes by hearing. This, how does Pastor Rodney do it? The Bible is him, and he is the Bible. It's one Bible verse after another. That's the language that he speaks. If you want to emulate men and women of God who operate in power not wise and persuasive words power and we will turn this world around they're gathering by the millions and they're waiting for the Christians to say even after we win this vaccine war what will be the answer to the emptiness of my soul here's the power God will bring you to the ground fill you with his spirit fill you with the joy of the Lord which will be your strength amen Stand with me every hand. Thank you so much for joining us. We know that when there are this many people in person or watching online, that there is a chance that some have not started a relationship with Christ. If that's you and you would like a relationship with Jesus that washes away the stain of sin, you will need to start by repenting of your sin, confessing with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and asking him to be the Lord over your life. That means giving up control. If you have never prayed this or you have fallen away and want to return to the kingdom of life, repeat this prayer after me and mean it. Lord Jesus, I ask you right now to come into my life and be my Lord and be my Savior. I ask you to forgive me for all of my sins and I now turn from them and I give you my life from this day on in Jesus' mighty name. 
Amen. If you said that prayer, you are saved. Thank you for listening to Foundation Church's weekly message. We hope that you have been encouraged and empowered. If you would like to partner with us, please visit foundationchurchfl.com and click on Give.